Hello and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you through the way of the Stay Woke Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, the topic that I'm going to cover is social media politics. So what I want to touch on is the rise of Shiggy and uh, how he has infused himself in the social media platform. And I'm also going to touch on the Floyd Mayweather uh, 50 Cent back and forth because I think it's 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 kind of up and down when you look at how that issue plays out. But I'm going to start with Shiggy. I just, just follow him. Just I, I'm looking, you know, up on him. I know he's a comedian technically overall. That's how he's kind of been labeled. You can kind of, you know, refer to him also as a social media personality in a lot of ways. And uh, I kind of want to touch on, it was a breakfast club rumor report where they play a clip of, Drake and Shiggy on the set of In My Feelings. And it was a question about money because Drake said he was going to pay him $250,000. And I kind of did. I wasn't a fan of that exchange between the two of them because this is what you got to look at. And sometimes it could be a something for nothing attitude that we kind of walk into. When you hear someone say, and Charlamagne said this and I don't agree. Uh, He's the sole reason why that song's number one. When he dropped the album, for a song not to be a single, it was number seven on the Hot 100. It was already a hit song. It was a song that was going to get played even more in clubs because In My Feelings is a perfect in-the-club song. So whether Drake made a video for it now or he decided to make a single of it later, it was going to do well. I'm upset it's still doing well. And yeah, he made the Degrassi-type video. But it's straight. So that's what I kind of don't like when we kind of start talking about this stuff and how we kind of like blend. We sometimes blend issues too much together on in regards to like uh, someone getting credit for what someone else has done. When he was like, yeah, you know, where's my 250? And then Drake's like, oh, I got you. I'm going to send you a wire transfer. And like those work in seven to 10 business days because when you're transferring money, that's how long it usually takes. But then for him to go from that and still say, like, hey, man, we're not going to do that until you, you give me my money. It's like, well, hold on. Like, now you got to slow down a bit because the song's a hit because I made the song if I'm Drake. And Drake's a nice dude. Like, I could not imagine Shiggy doing that with 50 Cent at the height of his fame. He, he could not. I mean, obviously, there's different errors, but there's no way he could do that with someone like that and I don't even think he would do that with Kendrick even if he did do something like that where something to honor Kendrick's song what probably the most Kendrick would have been would have done for him is like oh thanks man thanks for the love man and that would have been it he wouldn't have went out of his way to try and get him money and I know DJ Envy when Charlamagne says something like oh you 250 sounds about right and DJ Envy was like nah about 150 you know, that that's Drake being really nice to do that because Drake is making hand over fist money every day of his life that he's an artist right now. So I, I don't really understand this, this generation in terms of because we can connect with people so quickly, which is a great thing because you want you want to be able to communicate with people uh, because it does open a lot of doors, especially business wise. That's why I think it's still one of the best tools to use if used properly and also 
if you have responsibility towards that. But, you know, I just I wasn't a, a real fan of that exchange because it's like it does come across like, is this kind of like going to his head? Yet? Because he, he made up a dance that people thought was fun and they recorded it and I get it. It was an inclusionary type thing that he did, which was, you know, a fun thing to do to pass time. And it added more radio spins. When you see Ryan Seacrest and the many people in the NBA, NFL doing it, it is. It was just meant to be done in fun and it got people involved and it helped build up the song, which is a good thing. So can you say he deserves some credit in, ter in terms of adding more value to the song, in terms of making it more of a fun thing to get into? Yeah, but don't say he deserves soul credit. That that's that's really disrespectful. And again, you're now you kind of create a social media monster when you start giving out credit like that. If I did something really from a business standpoint that say helped The Rock, it's still a certain way that I'm gonna address Dwayne Johnson, especially if he's taking time out of his day on a work thing to include me in something. And if I was gonna have that conversation with him, I wouldn't do it on no IG live. You know, so I just I wasn't really a, a fan of that. And I know a lot of the stuff he does is for fun. But like, I'm still kind of like when he did that thing with Russell Wilson this year, like it seems funny. But like he did that because he felt like Russell's that dude where like, oh, we're at the SBs. I'm kind of going to block him out. Like it seemed like that was all fun and, and good. But it's like, again, like knowing the room and who you're interacting with and a certain level of behavior that comes along with it has a lot to do with how things kind of can move forward with you. If I was in a room with Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, I was going to do a photo order. I don't behave like that. I, especially if the husband in question, which would have been Dwayne Wade, is being nice to me. He's including me in the photo. He would have given me an individual photo with her, and then he would have given me an individual photo with him. We're at an event. Yeah, so those are just some of my thoughts. I'm not I'm not making an assessment on him like from a character standpoint. It's just like those two incidents right there alone, plus just the the amount of fame that he's getting just off of making up the dance, is like perspective has to kick in on that. So those are just some of my thoughts that, you know, um I want to touch on Shigi. But I want to get into the most interesting social media story to me in terms of like is it fun or is it or is it is it a real thing? But then you kind of wonder, is it something that's kind of staged? But maybe it is real. And that's Floyd Mayweather and 50 Cent's Exchange on social media. And they've had an up and down relationship. You know, at one point when when Floyd really started to blow up as a boxer, making the kind of money that he was making, Floyd, Floyd had 50 Cent around him a lot. And, you know, 50 was at the height of his fame at the time. And... Um, you know, they've had some interesting back and forth, of course, you know, people bring up with Floyd Mayweather, you know, about him reading. And I think that happened on The Breakfast Club with Charlamagne and Charlamagne went on it, went in on him for that. And then, you know, you had Floyd recently kind of go at 50 about, you know, he really didn't make the kind of money he made off of vitamin water. And then he went after his relationship with his son, which I guess it, it seems like that's a little bit too below the belt. I mean, 50 Cent did kind of come back with the whole, you know, domestic violence uh, uh, incidents that Floyd's been involved in, which has always been well documented. But Floyd, like Donald Trump and, and R. Kelly, they're Teflon because they're not going to let you shame them into anything. And again, it's not to say that, you know, 
I agree with them in terms of them overall, but that trait of saying what you have to say and then you don't back down from it, you're, you're taking the gun out of their hand from a public standpoint. And I know I touched on this on previous shows before when certain controversies happen and a lot of people just naturally back down from it. When you don't back down from it and there's actually a certain shred of clarity or truth to what you're talking about, even if people don't like you, they still kind of got to give it up to you. So that's why Floyd has been able to kind of uh, been able to navigate being the public figure he is with the kind of fame that he has with some of the more serious stuff that has been surrounding him throughout his boxing career. But the thing with 50 does, it seems like from 50s in, it's more so fun. From Floyd's in, it does seem like it's it's a little bit more on the personal end towards 50. And I know these guys' relationship is always going to be kind of up and down. I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, patch things up sooner sooner rather than later, probably, because they've, they they've had these issues before. But, you know, when, when Floyd brought up him and catching herpes and and his net worth and value and him kind of going in on, you know, just a relationship with his son, I was like, whoa, that's getting a little... A little too much and if you think about from Floyd Mayweather you know just from a couple years ago the issues that he had with T.I. and then involving Tiny it's like you kind of don't want to continue to be wrapped up or entangled in all that now I know 50 was talking about well you know Floyd's broke that's why he's hosted nightclub parties which I doubt that he's broke he definitely does spend money but last time I checked Floyd is pretty much financially secure because He's had so many investments and so many uh, business opportunities that have been tied up that he still makes money off of now that would, would suggest that he's probably far from broke. Short of, you know, being on tons of spending sprees, which I know he does have a lot full of cars and stuff like that, but to a certain degree, you know, can either get cars given to them to promote or they could have actually bought them. Uh, Floyd does have the kind of money that could actually buy lots of cars especially of the type of cars that he has so i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily doubt him there but i would kind of want to touch on something with them whereas you kind of got to be really careful on who you say is your friend and um a movie reference line that i always like was in training day where jake was upset in the scene with denzel after denzel kills scott glenn's character who's a friend of his spoiler alert to anyone that hasn't seen training day if you haven't seen Training Day, then I, I I shouldn't I shouldn't even apologize to you or even say a spoiler word. That's just your loss. Uh, but when he kills him and Jake's like, hey, that man was your friend. Why would you do him this way? And, and when Alonzo, the character that Denzel plays, like, well, how's he my friend? Because he knows my first name. This is the game I'm, you know, I'm playing. And sometimes you kind of got to wonder that, too. It's like we all kind of got to get to a level of breaking down associate to colleague to a contemporary which you know that's also someone that's in your field and friendship friendship is something that you have to build over the course of time and there's going to be things that come along in that friendship that are going to be sometimes up a lot that leads to you guys being friends but then there's going to be some down moments where that's going to be the real test of whether or not you guys are going to be quote-unquote good friends or you're building a, a a bond of friendship that would say that you can use that word. These two, it, it, it would have appeared at first that they were friends, 
you know, especially in the very beginning, because like on all the 24-7s, man, Floyd had 50 Cent around him a lot. He came to the ring with him, and it does seem kind of like odd to a certain degree. You know, Floyd Mayweather around the time when that was happening, that was when he was doing stuff with the WWE and being around Vince McMahon and Triple H and kind of, you know, talking about creating the Money Mayweather character in a way because he used to be Pretty Boy Floyd and having a villain because you want to be polarizing because being polarizing makes you interesting. If you're interesting, it always will lead to people following you, especially people who don't like you. So... That is something I've always kind of noticed about Floyd's career. And that's what something I've always noticed about 50's career, too, is that they both kind of like being the antagonists in the situations that they're usually involved in. And it's it was really easy for Floyd in terms of Manny Pacquiao. It was kind of easy with 50 Cent at the time, with, uh, say, uh, Kanye at the time, because Kanye was just, that 07 graduation period was just, so high for Kanye at the time that it made sense for 50 to kind of play that bully character. But uh, those are just some of the things uh, I- I'm looking forward to kind of seeing moving forward because I know he's still dropping, especially 50, uh, this stuff on Floyd. So it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of continues to play out. So that'll probably wrap, wrap up my show around this time. I want to thank you guys for supporting this show. I want to thank D for all the work that he's done. I want to thank all you guys. Definitely like, share, follow, become a patron. Definitely support us. Uh, We're looking forward to doing more shows in the future. Again, my name is Jonathan Steele. I'm the host of Could You Be More Specific. Thank you guys for so much for listening to this pod. I'm going to do many, many more in the future. And you guys have a good one.